Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because we are going to have a really honest, raw conversation about joy and fulfillment and the stories that we're telling ourselves in particular about our careers and our work and just growth in general. But first, I just have to say thank you because literally right now we are celebrating three million downloads of this podcast in less than two and a half freaking years. And It is so surreal, like full transparency. It is so crazy to think of the community that has been built around this podcast. And that's because of you, right? Whether you have listened to this podcast since the very beginning, or maybe you came in a couple months or a year or so in and you binge listen to every single episode or you're brand new here, right? The fact that you're here and we get to connect through this platform is so incredible. And for those of you that are sharing it on social media or telling your girlfriends or your sister or your or leaving reviews and just helping me get the message out. This has completely organically grown because of you. So truly thank you from the bottom of my heart for making this podcast journey like beyond what I could have ever fathomed the first time that I put my mic on and was sweating in weird places, just thinking like, holy crap, I'm going to do this, right? So also, if you um, want to enter my giveaway, if you go over to my Instagram page, it's just at Keisha, K-A-C-I-A dot Fitzgerald on Instagram. Go check out the giveaway that we're doing to celebrate 3 million downloads because this is a really freaking big deal. And I just truly want to say thank you. So thank you so much. Honestly, you mean the world to me. Now, that being said, I want to respect your time and I want to dive into today's topic. We're talking about the stories that we tell ourselves, but in particular, I want to dive into the stories that we're telling ourselves about fulfillment and joy and how that connects to our career or our work. And I've been thinking a lot about this topic in the midst of a lot of growth in my career and a major transition that's coming up that I'm actually going to bring my fiance, Sina, on the podcast for next Monday's episode. And us together are going to loop you in on a major decision that we just made that I think a lot of you are going to connect with. But I've truly just been asking myself a lot of questions about the stories that I'm telling myself about work and growth and like why I believe what I believe and where it actually stemmed from. Because my current belief now is that I think we are all, like you and I, everyone listening to this podcast, I think we are supposed to build lives that we're obsessed with. And that's going to look different for everybody because what I would be excited about and what you would be excited about might be different right? We've got different personalities and skill sets and motives and the things that we like desire in life. But I think that we're supposed to build lives that we're obsessed with. Not that we're just supposed to get to the end and be like, whoa, I made it and have like moderate relationships and so, so career paths and like kind of be into our life. Like I want us to be obsessed with our life, but that didn't stem from my childhood. I kind of rewrote that narrative and we're going to talk about that. The other belief that I have that maybe you share with me is I think it should be fun. 
And I don't mean all the time that it's going to be fun or that it's going to be rainbows, like butterflies and happy little unicorns coming out of your butt all the time, because that's not what being a human is. Being a human is having this, you know, full spectrum of emotions. And sometimes you're going to have things that go wrong. Some things are going to be devastating, honestly. And then sometimes you're just not going to feel great. And that's just part of being a human. But I do believe that most of the time it should be fun. And as I'm growing, I'm having these moments that pop up where I'm like, Keisha, is that belief true? Like, is it actually supposed to be fun? Or when you're growing, should it feel harder? And to kind of get to the root of this, I've been asking myself some really powerful questions, a couple that I want to share with you that I think could be helpful. Number one, what did your parents or like the people that raised you teach you about how work should look and feel? Number two, we're going to dive into all of these. Don't worry. Number two, what do you think that life and, you know, chasing your goals should feel like? And then from that, you know, because so much of it comes from your childhood and these early beliefs that like are kind of subconscious. But from that, what's the story that you're telling yourself now about your work and your career and your fulfillment, right? Like I'm telling you, I believe that we're supposed to build lives that we're obsessed with. And for me, a lot of that does come from my belief about how work should be something that's enjoyable to a certain degree or that some aspect of your life, even if you're adding like another stream of fulfillment on the side of launching that blog or that podcast or volunteering at that organization or just having hobbies that you're obsessed with and that it should be fun, right? Those are my beliefs now, but I wanted to figure out like, where did I actually come up with this? And when I catch myself questioning my current beliefs of like, can it be this fun? Where is that coming from? What story am I like tapping back into? Let me kind of dive into this. So for example, the first question of what did your parents teach you about what work should feel like and like look like? And I don't mean what they said to you, but I mean what they actually did because you know, like how people show up to life and like the testimony of their example and how they make you feel is so different than what they actually say. And when I think about it, you know, my parents got divorced when I was three. So I never grew up with both of my parents, you know, in the same household. I did kind of the back and forth every other weekend thing, but my dad was on the Seattle SWAT team. And then he, you know, was eventually on Harbor patrol and now he's in the process of retiring. But I remember just thinking my dad loves his freaking job. And I remember telling myself, like, I want to love something as much as my dad loves his job because he was so obsessed with it. And he was, you know, he was on call often. So he'd like always have this backpack, like going to my basketball games or taking me places. Like he was always on call. So I remember just thinking like his job is really important to him and he loves his job. And there was of course other stories that I created about that, but that's one that I have always really stuck with. And then my mom, she actually wasn't super passionate about her job until later on in her life. She went back to school in her late 30s, like early 40s. And now she's in a career path that is just so impactful and so aligned for her. Um, But early on, her main priority was me. And I felt like she didn't like love her job, but she worked really hard to produce income that could support us. And she was really excited about life. So I was like, gosh, I would love an example of someone that like loves their job and is really excited about life. And I took each of those things from my parents and I actually kind of became that where I started, you know, like feeling like I was on this quest towards like, how can I find something that I absolutely love in my career and how can I be really excited about life still? And can I make those two things happen, you know, coinciding with themselves? 
So really think about that with your own upbringing. Like what stories do you have in your head about what work should feel like? Do you have an example of someone who loved their job or have you decided because of your upbringing that work is just supposed to be work, right? You're just supposed to count down the days till Friday. And I'm not saying that you have to be in a career path or be an entrepreneur, like a career path that you're obsessed with or be an entrepreneur, but I'm just asking, can you catch those stories that you're telling yourself and ask them if you actually believe that they're true for you. Some people are totally fine with their job being their job and they get so much fulfillment in other aspects of their life. But for me, growing up with the parents that I grew up with, I created a story that I was going to seek. How can I be really excited about my life, but also really love my job? And, um, and, and that's kind of what I created, right? But I didn't really realize until subconsciously I've started to think back about like what my parents taught me about hard work and about chasing, you know, a career path that you're really passionate about. And from that, what did your parents teach you about what, you know, goals or chasing your dreams or like life should feel like? And I think a lot of us have the upbringing that like hard work equals success. Like anything worth having is worth working hard for. And my, both of my parents taught me like work ethic, right? Like you work hard for the things that matter for you. Like if you, someone tells you no, like you keep going. Like I like really got that from my parents. And I often talk about on this podcast about how easy robs you of proud. But here's the thing in this season of my life, hard, right? That that like the type of hard work that I'm doing doesn't actually mean hustling my face off. And I've had seasons of that, which I've talked about on this podcast, like even back with the first business that I built was in network marketing. I had a season of massive like hustle and grind and like it kind of just felt like I was pushing a monster truck tire up a hill. And I'm so proud of myself for that season. But now my heart is actually different. And so I want you to really think about like the story that you told yourself growing up about like hard work and success or income And for me, I've realized that hard now actually means that I have to learn how to say yes to things that feel like a hell yes and no to things that don't feel like a hell yes to me because alignment to me is the hard work, but that's how I feel most successful and fulfilled, right? So it's not just hard work equals success, but it's identifying what does your hard work actually look like. And for me, it's like, I'm having to trust my own instincts right now a lot rather than just like listening to people who are maybe further along in their entrepreneurial journey than me. My current hard work is saying like, Keisha, what feels aligned to you? Like what feels like it's a good decision for you to be making so that you can feel successful? Because success to me is feeling fulfilled and feeling excited and doing something that I care about. And some of that is from my upbringing, but it wasn't one person that showed me that example. It's the story that I've created in my head of what I deem is success right? So think back to your childhood and think about maybe some of the stories that you've played around in your head about what life and chasing your goals and, you know, what hard work actually means. And, and if you believe like even some of the stories that you've told yourself about money, which we're not going to dive into that a ton on today's episode, I'll bring someone on the podcast to talk about that. But I do think it's really powerful when you start to think like, what are the stories that I've created? Do those actually ring true for me? And are they getting me closer to where I want to be? Or are they actually kind of sabotaging me? Because from those upbringing stories that you have, often that came from your parents and are subconscious in your head, you now have a story that you're telling yourself today about 
your work and about your career path and about how much joy you should have and how much fulfillment you should have in your life. And like, if you should like feel like counting down the days till Friday is normal for you, or if you feel like the story that you've told yourself is because you worked hard to get into this career path, you can't possibly make a change because every example that you've seen in your upbringing was people that picked one career path and stayed with it for 25 plus years. Right. Cause think about this. My dad, you know, was, is a, or like was a police officer. Now he's retiring, but he was a police officer his entire life, right? Like he was all sorts of different types of police officers along the way in different, you know, units and whatnot. But he picked one thing at like, you know, 20 years old and he did that his entire life versus my mom has done a lot of different things, right? So even the story that you're telling yourself about how to actually craft your career might be from these subconscious stories that you've watched modeled to you. So again, it's like, does this actually serve me? Does this story serve me? Because as humans, we're meaning creating machines, So if you don't like the meaning that you're creating in your head, or if you don't like the stories that you have about what work should feel like, or what, you know, your career path should look like, or what types of changes you can make, or the pivots that you're allowed to make as a constantly evolving person, then we've got to rewrite those stories, girl, right? Because for me, as I'm going through, you know, this major transition and really starting to think about like, how do I want to develop my company? I started She Goes Company back in January of 2020. And I started it with this membership community. And then when a lot of women in my community started asking, maybe even you, if you're part of the membership community, or if you've joined our podcasting course, a lot of women started asking about launching a podcast. So I started this podcasting course, right? And from that, now I've got about a year and a couple of months under my belt of being a CEO of a brand new company with all these different silos that are starting to come down the pipeline. So in this process, I could be easily influenced if I'm not careful. So I have to really default to my own mantra, which is this should be fun and this should be fulfilling. And I keep telling myself that day in and day out. If the decision that I'm making doesn't feel like it's going to be fun and fulfilling, That's the type of life that I want to have. And that's what success is to me. And I'm not saying that success to you has to be the same thing. Maybe you're more motivated by prestige or recognition. I'm really motivated by fun and fulfillment. If you're familiar with Enneagram, I'm a seven through and through, which means I want this to feel fun. And I think that's the unique gift that I was given and the meanings that I've created from even my upbringing and the stories that I've told myself about what that actually looks like and what I want it to look like for my unique life. So the question that I'm asking myself, if the mantra is it should be fun and fulfilling, the question that I'm asking myself with every decision that I'm making is, does this feel aligned? That's the hard work that I have now is saying no to shiny object syndrome, right? Or saying no to things that just don't actually feel like they're going to be fun and fulfilling. And again, I don't think that everything in life is going to be fun and fulfilling. You have to do some really unsexy stuff as an entrepreneur. You have to do some really unsexy stuff if you want to, you know, grow in your career path. You have to do some really unfun stuff and have tough conversations if you want to have relationships that you're obsessed with. But I'm saying, what's your mantra? What do you want your life to actually feel like? Because if you don't have a mantra that's working for you, or you don't have this story that you're telling yourself that is making you love your life, 
look back to your past and and identify like did I pick up some stories along the way that aren't serving me because girl those gotta go right and asking yourself if you do also believe which I think a lot of people do believe that hard work equals success what is your hard work because mine is all about alignment right now it's not just about hustling it's about alignment and consistency to get where I want to go and asking myself if it feels like it's the right decision because that's how I can show up and be my best self and make the most impact. So what does that actually look like for you? And everybody's you know, answer is going to be different. So definitely let me know if this topic resonates with you. This is just like a very raw conversation. I'm literally just talking, looking out my window, just like pretending like we're having a conversation, like we're girlfriends just chatting. But I just want to remind you that you always have a new story that you can write. And it doesn't have to look like any of the stories that your past has told you. It's up to you to take ownership and make sure that the narratives that are playing over and over again in your head are conducive to where you want to go. I am so freaking grateful for you. Thank you for being on this journey with me. Like, I just want to be so freaking transparent and honest and just like let you know that like I am having my mind blown that we are at three million downloads and I could not do that without you. So thank you so much. I love you. I'm rooting for you and I'll talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.